Hello and welcome to the McYappin' Fries Movie Podcast. My name is Gavin. My name is Ian. And welcome. If you are a first-time listener... You sound like such a dick right now. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us... Um, what we, we hate are, each other. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely true. And... Uh, but uh, thankfully, we love movies. Yes. And so that sort of cancels out our hate for each other, and we're willing to spend a, a little bit of time with each other so we can talk about something we love, which is movies, and that's what this is. It's a movie podcast. Yeah. So uh, we will be talking a little bit about Dark Shadows and some capsule reviews of some movies that I saw recently. Yep. yep. And we'll also be talking about loads of news. And some, some new trailers that have been coming out. Yeah. And uh, we, got a, we, got a new, we got a new little thing. That we're introducing this particular podcast, which is an Ian an Ian related subject that I'll let him introduce at the right time. Yes, I'm sure he's got it all worked out in his head. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> and if you would like to suggest segments or uh, recipes, or you have any we questions. never really chased upon the recipes thing. We never you? did. We never did. It was like one of those empty, one, of, one of many empty promises. Yeah, you know, I think we came up with an Iron Man pizza. And then after that, it was just we were just exhausted coming up. Well, with it was that. the pork chop express. Well, it was as well. essentially yeah, it was the pork chop express. <laughs> Bread, pork, and butter. Yeah, <laughs> eaten fast. You know that would sell. But would um, sell. if you want to get in contact, you can get us at mcyappenfries.com. or you can email us at podcast at mcyappenfries. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and on the website you'll also find both our Twitter, Twitter, Twitlers, Twitter, our Twitter handles. <laughs> I do like a good Twitter every so often. Yeah. Yeah. What's that thing that uh, that? Um, what's that thing that's that Tim Beasley can't eat? Twiglets. Twiglets. Yeah. Twiglets. Yeah. It gets. Okay. I'm, get, I'm not supposed to eat twiglets. I, I get, get aggressive. Violent. <laughs> I get violent. Uh, so shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe some of the shit I used to do with you. Oh, Brian. Hello. We'll stop doing space impressions now. Oh, Brian, you came. No, I just spilled my drink. <laughs> no one really dragged out the shits like they did in space. Yeah. Because it was really always did. it wasn't like shit fuck. It was like shit. <laughs> Uh, for those of you out there, we're uh, talking about Spaced, which is a show that pretty much launched uh, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright and Nick Frost's careers. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, show there, would be, there would be no Shaun of the Dead, and there would be no Hot Fuzz, or poss- possibly even no Scott Pilgrim movie. Yeah. Not the, I mean, there, eventually I think there would have been a Scott Pilgrim movie, but not that kind of Scott Pilgrim yeah. movie. I can't think of a better suited director at that particular point in his career yeah. to tackle such a subject than Edgar Wright. So, a lot to thank. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Check it out. There's our first review. Yeah, spaced every week. Always watching. And you're right; we are showing our age. Yes. We keep. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. I know. I know. Just, it Dude, feels that like was I... the '90s. That's like more than a decade. It's two decades ago now. I know. We still talk about it like it was last year. It's yeah. insane. And we still dress the same way too. <laughs> it's like what's scary is like when you think about how old the Matrix is. I know. You know, the Matrix was that was like '90s. It's, it's, like, it's like, was like '90. '99. '99. Right. Pre-millennial angst. Ah, shit. I mean, this is... We're talking pre-Y2K. Yeah. Do you remember Y2K? Yeah, of course I do. What can I do? Oh, God. It's going to put my kids through college the money I made off. <laughs> yeah, we're old. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> we don't know what Y2K is. We're going to have to start getting Y2K t-shirts. <laughs> Just to fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> Y2K12, baby. <laughs> we got to do it before the world ends. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, starting off with a little bit of news. Um... In a really, really weird move, yes. G.I. Joe's been pushed back till March next year. I know. This really pisses me off. Uh, this is uh, The reason it's been pushed back is because they want to do a 3D conversion. Uh, that's bullshit. It's something... I think what's happened there is they've seen the Avengers, they've seen the money it's made, and it's like, 
people aren't going to see our movie. They're just going to go see the Avengers again. Maybe they know about their movie. It's terrible. But it doesn't look terrible. It actually no. looks pretty promising. That's why it's surprising, but I'm, there must I'm, be something bad. I was very excited about this movie. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off because I wrote about it for my fucking Esquire column that's coming out this month. <laughs> <laughs> so this, they, they totally pissed all Stop over the presses! <laughs> Hold that till March. It's too late. <laughs> Fuck you, John Chu. Did you actually call them and say stop the presses? Huh? I did. No, I texted it. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote back like, "Fuck off." <laughs> You're gonna look like an idiot. <laughs> so I just got that little, the little byline, the little line at the bottom of the par- at the bottom of the story that usually says, "Dude, Joe's in cinemas this June." It's now like we've no idea why Gavin wrote this in fucking June. <laughs> Well, thankfully, the um, the rescheduling has been very highly publicized. So yeah, but it's I'm just not, I'm not going to take the flag for it. In the but in the strange world it is, of Hollywood, it, it's, it's so soon. Yeah, it's like a month before a release. month before it's a month before it's coming out. You you pull this shit. It's uh, personally, I find it very unfair. Mm. I was very excited to see the movie, and uh, I don't see why. I don't, you know, I mean, like uh, the. The fact that a movie like Avengers is doing so well can only help a movie like GI Joe yeah, yeah. because they, they're all they're all from the same fucking family, cooked from the same cloth. There you go. So it's yeah. I mean, it's it's just more money. They just want more money. They want the fucking uh, that that fifteen percent, twenty percent increase or uh, whatever three D sales for all the three D sales, whatever you got to get before three D dies a death. Either that, either that or the film is shit, which I seriously doubt. It doesn't. It looks pretty fucking cool. You saw the Avengers in 2D or 3D? I saw the Avengers in glorious 2D. Yeah, I went to see it the second time in 3D. Is it good in 3D? I, didn't, I forgot it was 3D. I don't see the point of watching Marvel movies in 3D because of the color palette. You know, Marvel. Yes, you want Mar- the brightness. Yeah, Marvel is very. You know, Marvel characters are just very colorful. The, the Marvel universe is the cinema. The Marvel universe is a very colorful place, and see, uh, to me, 3D just dims that out, and I don't see the point. I, I knew that Especially when I watched the first five minutes. Yeah, when it's all <laughs> night and dark, mm-hmm. and or when they're in space. Where it really sort of hit home for me was when I went to see Thor. When I saw Thor in 3D, mm. I was like, fuck this. Because I took off my glasses a few times. And I'm like, it looks so much better. Yeah. And it's, just, and it's mainly to do just with the colors. The colors really pop in Marvel movies. And Digital 2D all the way from now on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No lines, no scraggles. There you go. But yeah, I just think it just sounds like they rely... I mean, adding 3D to it, you don't do that month out. It sounds like there's something terribly wrong here. You can't. I mean, it, unless they're really that stupid in Hollywood to say like, "Oh, look, the Avengers making all this money because it's in 3D." Yeah, it's it's a money thing. Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, <laughs> it's just stupid. Yeah. The biggest. I mean, the real shock is just like how you know if you can if, if you can do if they can do this with this movie, well, what's going to stop them from fucking pulling anything? Any, anything. You know, it's like, oh, sorry, uh, you know, we changed our mind at the last minute. We want to 3D it. Yeah. Actually, it's because the movie sucks. Then it doesn't matter. Huh. Oh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Oh well, I'll have to wait to see The Rock. Or maybe <laughs> so. I saw someone said that now they're just adding, they're adding in more Channing Tatum. He do, and looks like he gets iced pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, this is a cool little thing. I don't know if you saw this. You know, uh, we had I think many years ago we had the played out with Tom Wilson singing that song. Yes. Biff's an asshole or whatever. Yep. Yep. Did you see the thing about his business card? No. This is his business card has a shitload of text on the back to answer all the questions that he's been asked over the years. So this is an actual normal business card and small text on the back. It has. I'm Tom Wilson. I was in all three Back to the Future movies. Michael J. Fox is nice. I'm not in close contact with him. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd is nice. He's a very shy man. Crispin Glover is unusual, but not as unusual as he sometimes presents himself. We got along nicely. Leah Thompson is nice. Eric Stolzer originally played Marty, but was fired due to performance issues. The first movie was shot in 84 and 85. The sequels were shot back to back in every four attempted by Marvel Studios. <laughs> the hoverboards didn't really fly. We were hanging by wires from a crane. The manure was made of peat moss, cork, dirt, and food agent that made it sticky. 
The DeLorean was an inferior automobile and nearly, impo- and, uh, nearly impossible for a person of normal size like myself to enter and exit. There are many tiny plot points hidden in the movies, but I don't know what they are. <laughs> Among many improvisations on set, I coined the term butthead as well as make like a tree and get out of here. The third movie was my favorite since I got to learn Western skills like riding, roping, quick draw, and shooting a six-shooter. A great adventure for a guy from Philadelphia. I hold my co-workers in the best light, but have no idea what any of them are doing right now. Steven Spielberg was the executive producer of the movie, but Robert Zemeckis directed it. Nobody had any idea that the movies would become a cultural touchstone, but the themes of friendship and adventure moved the audience so powerfully that I felt the need to create this postcard as a time saver. It was the first movie I acted in, if you don't count being killed in the kung fu movie Ninja Turf. Love is more important than material possessions. I made less money than you think. I don't talk about the movies much because I'm busy with stand-up comedy and music performances. Those performances aren't near the magnitude of the movies, but I find them enjoyable and satisfying. So that's the area of my conversation. <laughs> I performed at tonight's show with both Johnny Carson and Jackson, but not at the same time. I'm pleased and proud of my acting credits list at IMD.com. I'm a painter as well. You can count, uh, contact me at TomWilsonUSA.com. Thank you and God bless you. That's just pretty sweet. The nicest man in Hollywood. I don't think anyone understood a word you just said. Your accent's very thick. You're thick. <laughs> you have a very thick accent. What are you, dense? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool, yeah. You're talking fast tonight. Malaysians always forget how fast they talk. Manure! <coughs> I hate manure! <laughs> I, I, uh, my favorite performance of his was in the third film as well. The third one, he's Mad Dog. Yeah. He's almost unrecognizable as Mad Dog. You kind of think, you're, you're thinking that they've done a Crispin Glover. I just, like his, I just like his delivery. I like his voice. It suits the, uh, the, the fucking fucked up crazy cowboy thing really yeah. well. Mad Dog? I hate that name. <laughs> What's wrong, Eastwood? You chicken? <laughs> um, I'm going to rail against trailers in general. It's just a little matter out here between me and Eastwood. <laughs> I keep, yeah, that's right. You forget it's Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those movies. Yeah, they're fantastic. I still need to watch them again recently. Marty! 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 Is there something wrong with the gravity of 1995? Why is everything so heavy? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Is Christopher Lloyd a piranha tree double D? Yes, he is. Oh, Christ. <laughs> not reviewing that this week, by the way, folks. Um, we're going to get onto trailers, I guess, because we're into the cycle now again. The Avengers is out. Yeah. It's hard to feel enthusiastic about <laughs> going to the cinema anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's coming out this year? Spider-Man? Oh, Sp- what? No, there's a lot of good movies coming out. Yeah. We've got Prometheus coming up really soon. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Of course, we've got uh, the conclusion to the Dark Knight saga. Uh, but I guess with the Dark Knight saga, it looks just so fucking dark and dreary that <laughs> you know you want to watch it, but you're not like, yeah, this, you- this is going to be a great fucking time with the movies. <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is like... Let's watch this because the last one was awesome. Batman breaks uh, box office records. Mass suicides across the country. Um, but did you... Do you, think the, the do, you think, on- do you think the Nolan's going to kill Batman off at the end? I don't know. I think it's all a dream. Like someone, someone on Twitter said to me about, have you seen the trailer where it's the, what was the Batman complex? They're going to Dallas it up? No, where it's actually, it's all part of the Inception. It's all a construct. Oh, right. It's all a construct of Bruce Wayne's mind, and then Leonardo DiCaprio turns up to, t- to get him to put, hang up the cowl and come back to the real world. And Christian Bale shoots him. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Prometheus, this is something that's really getting on my wick. We've had a couple of trailers, one of which I shouldn't have watched in slow mo. Forgive me, listeners, while I blow my nose. Yeah. Sorry. I'm doing it already. Yeah. Good wife. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but um, 
it's really gotten ridiculous with Prometheus. There's behind the scenes featurettes, there's featurettes set in the future, as in there's I know the there's, been, there's been a, a fair few, and I haven't seen a single one. I'm off it. That's it. I'm just I'm the only the only thing I'm seeing of Prometheus is the billboard that's on the side of the monorail every day. All fast. Have you seen Have you seen the billboard in town? No, I it, it has the landing leg and just uh, Theron Rapace and uh, Fastbender walking in their spaces. I haven't. Kind of uh, kind of cool. I haven't been to the. I haven't been to town in a while. Actually. Mm. Um, no, it's been doing. They've been doing a lot of this stuff, and I've made a, been making mm. a real uh, conscious effort to not watch anything. I, I think uh, Prometheus. I saw. I saw the teaser and the first trailer, mm. and that was it. I haven't seen yeah. a single thing since then. Don't. Uh, and it was the same thing that I did with the Avengers, and it it ended up suiting me just fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is getting crazy. It kind of sucks, like when you have a podcast. Yes, because uh, I'm per- the the, mo- the 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 movie fan in me wants to see what is, research is is, uh, is is not allowing the the podcaster to do research because he doesn't want spoilers. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to spoil it for people. I think we need to avoid. Well, we and I, to, I, think, I I spoiled a key plot point. I think for my movie for the movie for myself. And it's like fuck. You see, and you only have yourself to blame. I know, you know? but I'm, I want warned. You should, warn you should know. You should know should by know now. That. You should, should know, know, know these things that by now. That when that when Hollywood presents you with these little nuggets, you know, it's like it's like a pussy trap. Like, they trap you in the pussy. <laughs> the other one that's doing this now that I've been avoiding studiously is Spider-Man. Four fucking minutes or six minutes online. I know. I know. Hey, fuck off! I, I want to see the fucking movie. Which which kind of makes you think like it must be tracking pretty low. Yeah. If they're doing that. They, they, which, they, and I could have. And you know, I you know what? I hope this movie bombs. <laughs> I hope so this movie bombs. So that Sony can give the rights back to Marvel that's, and they can put Spider-Man out of the Avengers. That's exactly right. <laughs> just like I hope Fox just fucking never does another Fantastic Four movie again. Drives them all into the ground. It's good that the director of Chronicle has taken on this this other fucking gaming thing. Because they uh, were they were headhunting him to direct. Yeah. Have you seen Chronicle? Uh, no, I haven't. No, I haven't watched it either. Either. It's funny. But I was talking to uh, Leon about it yesterday, and he says like, "Yeah, it's a nice superhero movie for kids." So I, whatever that means. Yeah. As opposed to a superhero it's, movie it, it, for adults. Basically, basically, he's like, you know, if you take the sort of uh, the concept of the sort of you know like handheld kind of yeah found footage thing, if you take that away, it's a very plain sort of movie. But that's what I heard is that that's not even necessary. What I've heard is like the story, you know, the story and the beats are pretty good. Mm. Like it's the camera, the, the the found footage thing actually becomes a kind of a crutch and annoyance after a while. Apparently. Did you see the uh, the short film that uh, the writer Max Landis uh, did, uh, the the death and return of Superman? Yes. What's up? No, the, which is essentially like a rant. Yes. Yeah. He's just talking shit about that entire run. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 he talks like his dad. Yeah. He he talks like his dad. His dad's. That was quite a while fucking ago, ball of energy as well. But didn't he have he had, he had himself like as he's talking? He had himself or somebody else dressed up as yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Had the wig and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a few people doing it, like Mandy Moore, Simon, yeah. Simon Pegg, Elijah Wood. Quite a few people doing it. That was a while um, ago. But yeah, um, there's a, all there's so much spoilery shit out there. Yeah, but I think we, we had the discussion on the the putting your first five minutes of your movie online shit. Just fuck off. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. And no. I'm now. I have to choose a different cinema. No, but, but I hope the Amazing Spider-Man bombs because I just want to be right. <laughs> I just want to be right. Well, as soon as you're they, not wrong, as, Gavin, as, but you're an asshole. Well, okay then. You see, this is what uh, this is what I was saying. You know, it's like when when they first announced that they were going to reboot Spider-Man. It's like I'm not paying to see this movie again. It's just too. It's you know, there's not enough time between things. Yeah. Yeah. You're another fucking origin story. Are you shitting me? An origin story, even. Origin. Origin. An origin. 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 Look, I'm half Chinese. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> you cannot blame me for this. Yeah, and it, 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 it looks like they're going the Incredible Hulk, not the Incredible Hulk, the Hulk. 
Hulk mm. way with it's oh it's 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 not just the spider it's some other bullshit although the lizard kind of looks do you cool. want to know about Spider Man's parents I don't no what's this shit what's up what was that <laughs> wasn't there a comic wasn't it um especially when fucking Spider Man's dad is played by the guy from Dying Young Campbell Scott oh okay yeah. no yeah, but wasn't there bald he had the cancer. wasn't there the Packers Agents of Shield or some shit like that one of the first Julia Roberts movies to bomb yeah Dying Young. Directed by Joel Schumacher. Yeah, but J.J. Abrams... No, that's not Dying Young, is it? What? What's the one J.J. Abrams has something to do with? Huh? Dying Young? Which is... Uh, that's, the one, well, that's the one with the guy... Oh, sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting confused with the Mel Gibson movie where he's like an old dude trapped... Oh, Forever Young. Forever Young, yeah. The one, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis and Elijah Wood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got confused between those. Steve Miner directed that, I think. Was it? Yeah. yeah J.J. Abrams has something to do with that one. Steve Miner directed House. <laughs> do you remember House? The, the horror movie? The horror movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the hand. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, shit. Yeah. With the doorbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. that again. <laughs> Had the uh, the fucking uh, Last American Hero in it. Really impressed. Really <laughs> but yeah, this, this this promos thing is getting way out of hand. You're ruining movies for Austin. Stop it. This is like... Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Absolutely. Uh, I noticed that there's been some new stuff of The Dark Knight Rises coming out. Are they... Are they uh, They've got some banners and stuff. They've had some promos TV spots. I saw one, which has this like... Cat, uh, Catwoman stealing Bruce's car. Did, did you see the um, that little behind-the-scenes thing on um, Entertainment Tonight where they interviewed Stallone and uh, Schwarzenegger? No. On the set of the tomb? No, no. Yeah, yeah. I like... Uh, here, I'll... Uh, I like... Um, uh, what's his name? Fucking Arnold's look for this. It's, oh, is this the grey look? Yeah, the yeah grey I saw look the picture here. on Collider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. They made me look old. <laughs> because I am. <laughs> they are old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, yeah. What do they talk about uh, the, on the on the tomb? Uh, just that um, uh, that it's it's a prison movie. They, um, and Stallone is this guy who gets sent to prisons to um, to break out uh-huh. to test out their security and everything. Like saying, "Look, I told you, screwed and shit. I broke out." You know, and uh, that was sort of a hybrid yeah. of something. And um, so, they, so, so, so they put him in. They put him in uh, this prison. And there's no escape because uh, this prison, I think, it's like on a tanker in the middle of the ocean. It's or not in space, no. No, it's not in space. It's in the middle of the fucking ocean, uh-huh. and uh, it's got to refuel though. Yeah, yeah. And 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 these are like white collar criminals. They're not. It's not like um, these are like sort of cyber criminals and like uh, huge sort of like white collar crimes. They're not like thugs. Why don't they just put them in with the thugs? I don't know. <laughs> because that's because they're tough white collar criminals. All right. <laughs> and all right? They all, white they all, they all fucking they all fucking go to the gym. You know, it's like, and Arnold is like—is Arnold like a computer hacker or a Arnold's, CEO or something? He's, he's like a—he's like a yeah. He he figured out a way to. Uh, he ran Enron. He figured out a way to rob the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a computer hacker. Yeah. <laughs> it's a snow cone machine. It's a water heater. All right. Now we're going to play a wonderful game called "Who is my daddy and what does he do?" <laughs> but. Uh, but so like Stallone gets sent to this place to test it out but then he realizes that actually he was never meant to break out and intrigue ensues and Arnold is like he's like the biggest is this man on the outside killed or something the only, there's only one person who knows as opposed to hey mom I'll be back in a weekend I'm going to break out of this jail and that's the, my job the, the warden is a real piece of shit apparently and the warden's played by Jesus Jim Caviezel oh right yeah 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 what yeah I know how I know is it's, he got a goatee or something it sounds awesome yeah, but I can't imagine and you know Gone Caviezel. Baby Gone the white trash the Amy Ryan the actress who played yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's in it as well she's um, from The Boyer as well right mm. she's in The Wire she's really good uh-huh. I hear great things although uh, Dominic West who's also in The Wire 
Doesn't he, make the best career decisions. Doesn't make the best career decisions. And, and he likes he likes playing wankers. And he really likes to act badly. Yes. <laughs> in three, he was in three. Was it? Was it him? Oh, speaking other? speaking of someone. Because he was in. You just, have you seen John Carter? Uh, no. Because he's yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like he's just he he likes to chew on words. He he like he he likes to kill overact. the Earthman. He likes to overact. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's got. I mean, that's what I mean. He loves to act badly. Yeah. It's awesome. I haven't seen that Fred West thing he was in though, which was weird. Dominic West as Fred West. It's funny to, to, thinking about Dominic West. Uh, um, it suddenly got me thinking about Ryan. It's good Reynolds. police. Suddenly, so, suddenly got me thinking about Ryan Reynolds, who is making me believe. It's when you're lying in bed at night, yeah. hugging your Ryan Reynolds love pillow. Yeah. My favorite description of Ryan Reynolds comes from my brother Duncan. It's like when I told uh, when I told Duncan, it's like, oh, the trainer likes him, yeah. and Duncan's just like Ryan Reynolds, another rip cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Not a few words, but uses them wisely. Yeah, yeah, in between farts. But I'm getting the impression that Ryan Reynolds doesn't like his career. He's still holding on for Deadpool. Because he's... No, I, I, I hope that happens. Yeah. But uh, apparently um, Lionsgate want, are courting him to play the lead in the, in the remake of Highlander. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, that's so wrong. Hire a Frenchman. <laughs> Don't hire... Not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> They're thinking he he had swords in that no, that, that, no. That, that Wolverine movie. He can do it. No, oh, he's God. a very modern face. Yeah, it's you need someone who looked like they lived through the Middle Ages. He does. Ryan Reynolds doesn't look like someone who was around during fucking. <laughs> well, if they remake, it's going to be American, right? So they're going to be like in the American. No, but he's Revolution. still going to be no, but he's still going to be throughout history. America is not that old. That's true. You know, I mean, like you throw it back in like the fucking 1400s, you can't place it in America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just sitting there waiting for civilization <laughs> to happen. Oh god! And it's Highlander. It's Scottish. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't buy Ryan Reynolds of the Clan Reynolds. That'll just be horrible. Yeah, I can't. He's a good-looking man, but I don't think a skirt would suit him. Hey, I say this as a fan. Yes. I hope he doesn't do it. Yeah. It's it's a totally fucked up thing. But who would? I mean, you're looking at what's the what's the guy who um. Joel Kinnaman, the guy that played Robocop, he's a skinny little shit, right? Yeah, yeah. But Robocop's different. Oh, I know, I know. But it, 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 it's interesting the way they're going. What I mean is, like, who would you cast as a Highlander these days? I don't know. It's hard to Kevin capture. Kevin McKidd? Someone? <laughs> like, you that know. That could work. Yeah. There's lots of... At, at this, I, would, I would fucking recast Adrian Paul before... <laughs> I would get Adrian Paul to go up there and do it again before asking Ryan Reynolds to fucking... <laughs> Adrian Paul hasn't got that much pull and he's getting old, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's getting on. But, you know, he's still a little limber. He works, he works out. <laughs> he works out. <laughs> um, yeah, so, triggers. Uh, did you see this nice little bit came up with... Uh, which Anderson is it? Paul. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Uh, Bill Murray <laughs> just does a tour of Moonrise Kingdom. Did you see that? Is this the one where he was drunk? Kind of. He's just like, oh, you know, I've got a little rum in me now. It's very, very fucking Anderson. It's like he directed this little skit as well. Like mm-hmm. it, You know, it's, it's, it's Wes Anderson's view of Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And it's it's you know he he has a little rum on him and they they drink they take it away and they bring him another one he's like oh great oh that's great but it's just it's very I'm talking about something and oh hey you should come over here it's not it doesn't seem at all like a real person so it's like Wes Anderson's idea of what reality is but it's cool I just noticed your t-shirt mm. very nice I actually this is why I have to do a t-shirt of the week I, I don't wear anything else but. T-shirts from this store now. <laughs> no, I've uh, I haven't seen this. I heard about this though. And then as I'm talking about, you know, we've got a. Uh, he's very re- he's f- totally fucking relaxed and just like we've got a uh, Ed Norton. You know, he's uh, there's a lot of work playing uh, Trouble Man. He's playing against type in this. Um, 
Bruce Willis is in it. He's a cop. I guess he's kind of typecast. Uh, what's it? Tilda Swinton. Did you see the real Tilda Swinton tweets? Uh, yeah, or not yeah. the real Tilda Swinton tweets. It's yeah. all this airy fairy hippie shit. I know. I it's know. like she's very tall and, and Scottish, very <laughs> Scottish, and you know, she does what she wants. And, and it's just it's this bizarre ramble, but I, it's kind of cool. I love Tilda Swinton. <laughs> but it's just this thing of like you know, you want fire, burn everything. You know this kind yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I just, I just, I just thought that all the ripple like, across the like internet. That, there, was, there was one that I saw that just cracked me up, where it's basically like saying you're like, you know, feed off my flesh mm. or some shit like that. Suckle I, my arm in my arm in your mouth. Take the take the world. What could you know? What could, what could what could what could be possibly wrong with tasting my flesh or yes. something, something like that? You know, it's like, it's and, like, and you want it so bad to be her. Yes, you so desperately wish it was her because it's not real. It's, is it fake Tilda Swinton? Or something? It's gotta be. I know it is, but I know. But is that is the Twitter the handle fake Tilda, Tilda Swinton or what is it? Because I mean. I, you no, it's not Tilda Swinton. Not Tilda Swinton. Not Tilda Swinton. Yeah, because there is a good few of these. There's a good few of these fake tweeters out there that are pretty good. But yeah. that one, you saw ripple. I saw that ripple across the world as people woke up because a lot of people are following Twitter in the UK. Yeah, and it was just like woke up to fake uh, to uh, not Tilda Swinton. They made. <laughs> <laughs> there's another one. There's um, uh, there's a guy called Peter Molyneux, a video game designer, and he always overpromises. Mm-hmm. Like in this game, you will really feel. The attraction with your pet, the dog that you have, and it's 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 we've worked so hard to make this emotional bond, and he oversells it, and then it's a fucking dog that follows you around the game. It's pointless. Yeah. But someone started a fake account coming up with all these weird ideas for video games, where like you know, um, you are imagination, capture hearts, <laughs> something stupid like that. But they actually took that and did a twenty-four hour video game jam where they had to write video games in twenty-four hours based upon those tweets. Mm-hmm. I think they've done. They probably do something similar with movies and games, and some or movies and some and books at some point. Writing stories based upon someone's tweets. Um, but yeah, it's cool trailer. Uh, we this week. We also I'll put all the trailers up on the site, and we also saw the first teaser for Skyfall. Yes, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yes. What do you think of this? Um, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, it, it looks and, like a modern Bond movie. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm very. I've been excited about this movie ever since uh, it was, it was confirmed that Sam Mendes was going to direct it. I just think it's uh, an inspired choice. Uh, when you think about it, I mean, like I've I've loved all of his movies. Uh, Road to Perdition is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the Away We Go. Have you seen that? The no. one with John Krasinski and um, what's the other chick? The chick from Bridesmaids who's on SNL. Maya Rudolph. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. That's right. <coughs> uh, no, but yeah, and of course, you know, American Beauty, Jarhead, um, and I saw I saw his uh, Bridge Project. The one that he directed, A Winter's Tale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was. So when you were in London, was that? In, that was in Singapore. That was in Singapore, and that was very cool as well. Yeah, but I do. I really like. It's like. It just looks classy. It looks classy. The trailer it looks really, it's a really, classy. really good trailer. And uh, that you know, we, you have Bond sitting in a cell, being playing Malice Malice. Do you remember yeah. Malice Malice? Yeah. Do you remember Malice Malice? No. Oh, it's worth that word association game. Mm. Remember from Saturday Morning TV in the UK? <laughs> yeah, you know what I call it? What? Word association. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, you know why it's called. You, know, you didn't see Malik no, no, in no, the UK. No, it was no. uh, this idiot on TV in the mornings with a giant yellow hammer. Uh, it's Malik Malik, worst social game. Uh, Muslim pause, Muslim hesitate. If you get, if you, you get back to head like this, go back to head like this. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Right. Anywho. Um, they're playing that, and the words are really cool, and the images are just so nice looking. Yes. And then there's kind of this distortion happening and it's yeah. only the second time you watch it maybe you realise it's the Bond theme and someone's fucking with the mixer yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is really 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 well done because yeah. the Bond theme has been done to death so many different times that yeah. it's, it, it's weird for them to find a new way to do it mm-hmm. um, and that little kick at the end as well it's like men are coming to kill us yeah we'll kill them first <laughs> ice cold motherfucker 
Uh, we talked about this before the podcast, but the trailer for Maniac. <clears throat> yeah. Go. I have. Uh, I've been looking forward to uh, seeing seeing something about Maniac, the Maniac remake, for a while. Uh, first off, I'm a huge fan of the original, and um, as you know, I am not always in favor of remakes. No. But. Um, and I probably wouldn't have been in favor of this remake if, if it wasn't, wasn't for Elijah Wood. If it wasn't for the casting of Elijah Wood, that was just such a left field thing. And I've wanted, and I and I like it when Elijah Wood plays creepy, because he plays creepy very, very well. well. Uh, Eternal, Eternal, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless, Spotless Mind, Sin City. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of his thing now. It, a little bit, you know, and also, and, and he's going there a little bit with Wilfred as well. Just like these weird. Have you sort seen of, much of Wilfred recently? We were watching it. What? That was almost. Yeah, How long I, ago was that? That was a while ago. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I finished it. You finished it? I finished it, yeah. Um, Does it stay good? Or it, it, it gives it, it a wandering it, get, it gets better. Oh? It gets better. Uh, they, the cliffhanger on the, the, first, the, first, the first season cliffhanger basically leaves you in this place where you wonder whether uh, he's really going mad. Does, oh. does Wilfred exist at all? Cool. Uh, and, I mean, there's a second season, so obviously yeah. he does. Um, but... Uh, Wilfred goes to jail. I was very excited about Elijah Wood's casting, and... Um, so since then, have waited to see some uh, some images, some footage, and they, they released a, a couple of images. Who's directing this? Um, it was Frank Calhoun, I think. Uh, he directed P two with uh, Wes Bentley, which I have not seen. Yeah, all yeah. those all those words don't sound good. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, written and uh, executive produced by Alexandra Ea. Ah, yeah. Um, who directed Mirrors? Uh, directed uh, the Hills. The Hills have uh, the Hills have eyes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. And, um, and, yeah, a, and, and also directed Piranha 3D, the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah, and I've heard the second one isn't the top one. No, 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 I've heard the same thing too. Well, yeah, even, that, even the Hoff couldn't save it. No. Um, that moment, like, it looks like Standard Horror, that moment halfway through where it just kind of stops. Yeah. It's, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> He's fucked. <laughs> it's really fucked up. So in the original, I don't remember the original that well. I think you've told me about it before the last podcast, but you know what my memory's like. Uh, the original, yeah, I mean, it's, um, he's... Uh, it follows him the whole time, right? Yeah, I mean, like, the, the, the remake, the remake is, uh, looks like they're sticking to the POV sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, it'll be interesting to see whether they can sustain that over um, an entire movie. What, they actually shot from his POV? A lot of the movie is apparently um, shot from his POV, if not, I mean, like, like a, quite a lot of it. Um, and the trailer certainly suggests that. But uh, getting back to it, like the, the looking forward to footage when they finally released the teaser uh, that was up on Cam because it's playing at the Cam Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, it just uh, it looks really cool. Yes, uh, it looks like a, it looks like the kind of slasher movie they don't make anymore, uh, which is very old school in, in its style. It feels like something could. That it's could've... not torture porn. It's kind of seems to have like it's it's a human. Yeah. Thing. It uh, it feels like something that could have been made in the eighties. It actually looks a little bit yeah. like an eighties like movie uh, in terms of uh, the genre itself. A lot of the slasher movies that came out in the early eighties, Maniac being one of them, looked had a very specific look. Mm. It looked very very sort of like dirty and rough cheap. around the edges, cheap, <laughs> you know. And uh, there's a really really nice um, reference to the original uh, at the end of the trailer, where uh, you can see sort of. Um, uh, Elijah Wood's half reflection, where he's he, the he's holding the knife and the knife glimmers in the uh, in the light oh, wow. while he's holding what looks like a human head. Oh, uh, that is a nod to the poster of the original. The oh. poster of the original was just like a half shot of uh, the Joe Spinell character uh, Frank Frank Zito holding a head with a knife. Oh. So that was a very very nice nod to the original. And Elijah Wood looks fucking creepy. Yes, in this, like he's turning into a really creepy little fucker. Crazy <laughs> now. 
He's 30. He's like 30 years old. Just 30. Yeah. Yeah, because he still looks kiddish, but he's just creepy fucker. Yeah. And the way he's like taking the pills in the mirror, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. if I saw you on the street, I would cross the fucking street to get away from you. You freak. <laughs> you freak. He looks, like a weird, he looks like that, a weird monkey. And then that bit where he's just sort of sitting cross-legged on, the, on by the lake looking at this chick. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it just looks wrong. <laughs> and then he's just, what's he screaming at your woman in the, that bit, that just like the, jar, the jarring bit? Uh, it's like, you know, like, uh, you're like, why are you crying? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah! Yeah. And that bit of the, be- I mean, I love the way the trailer opens where he's washing the blood off his hands and he does this pathetic, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's just so fucked up, and it's the and it's a g it's a master stroke, stroke in casting because the main thing that made the original so uh, so memorable was uh, Joe Spinell's performance. Mm. So it's kind of like how like uh, what you know when 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 we talk about remakes of uh, Arnold movies mm-hmm. and how you know you can remake the movie you can't remake the performance. No, you can't replace Arnold. There's not, enough award, there's not enough trees in the world that's to right. give you that amount of wood. That's right. And, uh, and Maniac is a very similar thing. Is yeah. that you can remake Maniac, but it's very difficult to get... Capture that moment. To capture that performance. Uh, to, it's, for people who are fans of the original, it's very difficult to erase the memory of Joe Spinell. Yeah. Uh, so, they, so in that regard, casting Elijah Wood does... It's a, it's a really clever thing. To, yeah. it, it moves you away from it. Because I, I didn't think of Joe Spinell the entire time I saw the trailer. Hmm. And, I, and for... Just a short period of time, I forgot. Neither did I, but to be fair, as well, I'm not sure who Joe Spinell is. Yeah. I, 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 I forgot. Um, I, I forgot it was Elijah Wood. Yeah. It's just like that, that. This looks like a sadistic fucking, you know, like gore fest. And, and you're I, really into that. I'm really into that shit. I, really, I can't wait to see it. Cool. Uh, this is for the podcast. We watched the trailer for The Great Gatsby, directed by Baz Luhrmann. Yes. As, yes. You, as you pointed out, director of Australia, just director of Australia. Yes. What all of it. <laughs> Well, what are your thoughts on this? It looks sumptuous. It does look sumptuous. And the music works with what's going on there. And it'll be a counterpoint something I'll talk to you about later on. The Gangster Squad trailer. Mm. But um, it's it's in Lord of the Rings territory for me in that I've read the book that long ago. I can't really remember. Mm-hmm. I presume from what I remember that... Um, it's not Elijah Woods. The other guy, Weird Eyes. Toby McGuire. That one. Um, he's the main-ish he's the point of view character right in the book, right? I think. I haven't read the book. Oh, you haven't read the book? No, I haven't read The Great Gatsby. It was not part of my. Peasant. It was not part of my curriculum. It wasn't part of my curriculum either. I just read it. Oh, you're right. The mobile library didn't have anything else. I, but I read other shit, right? <laughs> I read the world according to Garp. <laughs> it's the first book I read with Robin Williams in it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> have you read Julius Caesar? No. Well, fuck you then. Mm, excuse me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think because the book is all about you know it's the Great Gatsby and he's this dude who does these things and he kind of I think it's it's all from this other characters point of view and he's like within the circle of brain it's like on the road is like not written from Sal what's his fucking name in on the road have you read on the road uh no I haven't read on the road Hal Sal whatever the main character from on the road mm-hmm. like the main character everyone talks about is not the actual point of view character there's another character and mm-hmm. it's all his ramblings about gosh gee this guy's awesome and this is kind of the same kind of thing you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like you don't see their view because to do that would make them less cool because then you'd understand them right. as opposed to a mythic figure in the background right so, um, seeing Leonardo DiCaprio in that role does make it work a little bit, and that, you know, you know, that, that does that whole thing of them having a party and no one, everyone's invited by Gatsby, but no one knows who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole that's a whole mystery to it. He's a great Gatsby, and who who is he? Where are you come from? Where do you get this money from? And everything else, like friendship right. that grows between these people and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, I mean, it looks fucking sumptuous. Mm-hmm. Um, looks kind of gay. <laughs> a Baz Luhrmann movie looking kind of gay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just let I just, me get your cape I'm, for you, Captain Obvious. I'm just, I'm just throwing out. I'm just throwing shit out there. Also, there's a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio looking angry, like just after coming in out of the rain. Yeah, <clears throat> or, or he's really holding in a really hard, tough shit. Leonardo, Ca- Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> over the years has perfected the art of looking really angry. <laughs> And tired. At, and at tired. the same time, you when know. he's eating the soup and the Inception. Yeah, yeah, he looks tired really, really well. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think the problem—it's not even a problem. It's just the problem with Baz Luhrmann is that Baz Luhrmann is when to some to sumptuousness what what Tim Burton is to golf. Yeah, you know, it's like strictly tied to me. He's I know golf these days. I know exactly what I'm going to get. Really? I do. There's no well. Okay, there is some dancing. You know, it's. <laughs> I was going to say no one slides across a dance floor on yes, their knees they do. with a bolero jacket yes they do <laughs> they don't slide across their knees but you get, you get something close to it yeah it's like you know you're, you kind of know what you're going to get yeah but there is like this is, the only a, this, you, is, this is literature though the only reason you would go see this movie is to hang see hang on so was Jerome and Julia yeah, yeah the only reason there. you would go see this movie is to see what Baz Luhrmann does with it yeah but it is, it is um, literature, but, though. It is the great American novel, right? Yes, yes, yes. But so there is that extra layer to it. Yes. Yeah. It's the garnish on the sandwich. On, and the, on, the, on the glitter sandwich. The irony is is that Lurman will probably, um, probably excel with an American classic the way he fucked up his country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Baz Luhrmann is the perfect guy to make a movie about Australia. Did you Australia. watch Australia? Yes, I did. And all of it? Yes, I watched All the way through? Because it's like two hours long. I watched the whole thing, yeah. Are you good? I paid my money and walked into the theater. And? And uh, I regretted it. (laughs) (laughs) Almost immediately. (laughs) Not almost immediately. No? Uh, If, you know, I mean, there was just a place where it got to a point where I'm like, why is this movie still on? Mm. It should have ended (laughs) a while ago. You know, that's what the first explorers of Australia thought. (laughs) How is there more of this little shitty island? We thought there was less. Let's move this fucking Pearl Harbor third act. Why are there Japanese all of a sudden? <laughs> Speaking of the Pacific. Pacific um, Rim. Yes, Pacific Rim. You, you, you think there's going to be like a porn spinoff called Pacific Rim, rim Job? Of course, of course. It'll Spe- be, it'll specific be, Rim Job. It'll be like, you know, it'll be like uh, robots fucking aliens. Or just the robot. It'll just be three hours of the robot from Robot Chicken fucking a dryer. Dum, dum, dum. You know, okay. <laughs> yeah. You can buy that toy. Yeah. <laughs> Is he fucking a driver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can buy that toy. You can press a button and it will... It hump something. It'll, 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 it'll hump the washing machine. <laughs> It is great though. <laughs> that is genius. I nearly ordered. It. Yeah, <laughs> I, I nearly did, but I got that instead. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a toss up. But but the thing is, is like if you got like this one was I got this because the 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 the, hump, the the humping chicken was quite small. Oh, okay. So I, I went for a bigger one. Yeah. <laughs> you went for the robot chicken instead of the small humping robot. Yes. Yeah. But uh, the initial the official synopsis for this got uh, released the other day, and after reading this, I have no idea how he could not get at the mountains of madness made. Yeah. In that they're making this movie. So <clears throat> again, because I like the sound of my own voice. Mm-hmm. When well, legions, we, we, we knew this. When legions of monstrous creatures known as kaiju, which is kind of nice, I don't know, started rising from the sea, a war began that would take millions of lives and consume humanity's resources for years on end. To combat the giant kaiju, a special type of weapon was devised: massive robots called Jaegers. That's from something else, isn't it? Jaegers, not Jaeger bombs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a Jaeger bomb joke in there. Uh, which are controlled simultaneously by two pilots whose minds are locked in a neural bridge. But even the Jaegers are proving nearly defenseless in the face of the relentless kaiju. On the verge of defeat, the forces defending mankind have no choice but to turn to two unlikely heroes and watch the former pilot, Charlie Hunnan, and an untested trainee, Rinko Kikuchi, who are teamed to drive a legendary but seemingly obsolete Jaeger from the past. Together, they stand as mankind's last hope against the mounting apocalypse. What the fuck is going on? Sounds like Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> 
A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. It sounds like every giant. It sounds like Robot Jocks. Yeah. And Robot Wars <laughs> is follow up. I have Robot Jocks. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like Robot Wars, like me. It's like every giant robot movie yeah, ever made. Yeah, Evangeline. Yeah. <coughs> How did he get the fucking money for this? Well, it took a while. Yeah. It took a while to get the money for it, but I'm I'm excited about this. Yeah. This, this looks insane. Yeah. Well, if anyone can pull it off, he can. But it does. I don't see how it fits. You know what? It's like. I'm. Sh- it's weird. <laughs> um, I'm I'm looking forward to a teaser for this. Yeah. That'll be insane. Although. For some reason, I can't get Battleship out of my mind. <laughs> the trailers from Battleship out of my mind. <laughs> I guess it's because they're just set in the Pacific. You saw the Battleship bombed in the US completely. Because yeah. it, well, it didn't do bad. Uh, I didn't hear anyone like, railing on it. It's like, it, got, it made like about 250 mil uh, outside of the US. Yeah, but its budget was around that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, so another trailer I mentioned earlier, the, uh, the Gangster Squad trailer. Did you see this? Yes, I did. So this is the, the director of Zombieland. Mm-hmm. Um... The music in this fucking the one in Baz, the, the the music in the Baz, in the the Baz Luhrmann's Great Gatsby seemed to match what was going on. It was anachronistic, mm-hmm. but it seemed to you know the visuals follow what was going on. Yeah, there's some hip hop in this uh, Gangster Squad trailer that just took me out of it completely and just pissed me off. Oh really? Near the end of it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all like it's like fucking Nate Dogg or somebody starts singing, <laughs> and I'm like regulated, no, and I'm no, I'm done, goodbye. But the movie itself looks like a, a yeah, like confidential with different actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you see the trailer for Argo? Yes, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty badass actually. Um, although I'm digging, all, I'm digging the '70s style apart from Ben Affleck's hair. <laughs> ben Affleck's hair and beard just looks too on the button, if you know, too on the nose, if you know what I mean? Because he's got that quiff thing going yeah, on, little Justin Bieber thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. got helmet hair. I don't mind it actually. It, yeah. didn't, it didn't bug me. But uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I love the. Uh, I haven't seen that many mustaches since Tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who is it? Is it? That's not John Goodman, is it? It's John Goodman. Yeah. So it's him who says, you know, you, so you want to come to Hollywood, swan around like a big shot, and actually achieve nothing. Yes. You'll fit, you'll fit right, right in. in. Yeah. You'll and, go a long way. And Alan Arkin is the as the as the producer. Yes. He's like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be make if I'm producing this fake movie, because he does Alan Arkin, he's always very stressed. If I'm if I'm producing this fake movie, then it's gonna be a fake hit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Brian Cranston. Mm. I mean, like awesome cast. Yeah, that looked actually because it was so long ago. Fuck yeah! Uh, but that looks really good. Did you see the teaser for Anchorman Two? This is just trailer news all week. Yes, I did. I did. What did you think of the teaser for Anchorman Two? A little underwhelming, actually. Yeah, it didn't seem to do anything. Though I, it was I, like it, it, it did, was repackaged from the original. It didn't really make me laugh. No, there was two. It was two. That lingering joke. It wasn't the gag between Ron, <laughs> Ron and Brick. It wasn't long enough to be uncomfortable, but it was long enough oh, yeah, to be not funny. Yeah. No, Brick, you need to say something that, that someone else has said or something. Yeah. Just directing, talking directly to the camera. I know it's a teaser. They haven't done anything yet, but still. Yeah. This could be this could be gold member. Well, hang on. How many Austin Power movies were there? Three. Oh, there wasn't any four? The, no, there the, wasn't the, the Quest for Peace, no? No, there wasn't a Quest for Peace. <laughs> but this could be, you know, it's, you know Superman yeah. 4, Quest for Peace. Uh, Austin Powers managed to get that shit within two or three, and uh, this one could do it in two. Well, I'm sure that they know that... Uh, What's this, his name? This, Alan McKay, this, right? This is a uh, Adam McKay. Yeah. Adam McKay. Yeah. He this, doesn't. I'm sure that they're aware of the fact that this is a very beloved character uh, for for a lot of Will, Will Ferrell fans. It's it's his best role. Mm. So, I I would exp- I would imagine the movie to be at, to be somewhat funny. Mm. You know, I think it was just just to wet people's appetites. And you never know what people in America find funny anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, because uh, I was happy to see them again. Yeah. It was nice to see those guys. And uh, I I hope that fucking Paul Rudd shaves off the beard. 
I preferred the I preferred the Tash. Yeah. <laughs> the Tash works ninety nine percent of the time, sixty percent of the time. <laughs> There's so many great lines like that in the first one that I thought I expected more. I expected to yeah. laugh at the teaser. Yeah. So that yeah. was the problem. But getting back to the Gangster Squad. You know, way Josh Brolin's playing a younger version of um, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black Three. Yeah. In the Gangster Squad, it looks like he's talking to a mirror, and it's like the aging process didn't go so well with Nick Nolte. <laughs> it just looks like an older version of him. Only he, he kind of went he went to fat a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing cast. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. And I love Sean Penn's nose. What's what is that? What, is, what has he got? It's is like he, a prosthetic nose. Oh, it is a prosthetic yeah. nose. Okay, because he just—I I know he looked weird, but I only saw. Yeah, the he's got this prosthetic nose. And this is a lot of. He looks, uh, he looks like a fucking Dick Tracy villain. There's an awful <laughs> lot of shots of Gosling just like getting ready for Tumblr sh- Tumblr sites, just like looking and stuff. Yeah, just like looking directly at the camera or whatever. And, and it looks like we can expect another still performance. Yes, that's what I mean. There's a lot of him. You know, if you see, there's like there's Kim Kim Jong Il looks at things. You saw yeah. that? Did you see that Tumblr blog? No, no, no. Uh, it's just photos of our Kim 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 Il Young, right? Hans Briggs um, <laughs> pointing at, yeah it, it's it's Kim Il Young points at, points at things.tumblr.com and it's just photos of him pointing it's like it's Kim, with, with, with captions Kim Il Young points at the school Kim Il Young points at the tank Kim Il Young points at North Southern Korea and someone did look, Najib looks at things Najib looks at the book <laughs> Najib looks at the the the, the, the rec yet whatever but um, there are scores of these for Gosling and just him kind of leaning easy over a chair one, is, one of the best ones is Hey Girls it's like Hey Girl but Gosling does do that very well yes uh, we've, we've gone into that in he, depth before he's, he's actually getting a bit boring yes <laughs> he's, I mean I was really interested in him doing nothing for a long time but now he's doing nothing is getting boring <laughs> oh god love you Ryan um, but yeah I just wasn't once they started playing the hip hop I was out because you don't need to mess that up um, a little bit of casting news so apparently Anthony Hopkins is in negotiations to be in Red 2 as the villain Redder Redder Die Red Red Harder I don't know didn't we make that gag a while ago but um, yeah that could be cool I wonder if he's, he's going to be in Thor 2 there's something about Mads Mikkelsen being cast for Thor 2 as well yeah yeah he's uh, up for another villain role mm. next to Loki that, that, and he's got the right look for it yeah He's, uh, he's, he's, he's done quite a few of these uh, Toga movies. Yeah, you haven't seen Valhalla Rising. Valhalla Rising That's is like, like an acid trip nightmare Thor. He's just this big fucking Viking motherfucker that killed everything. No, I really want to see it. What, Valhalla Rising? Yeah. <laughs> hey, check it out. This movie, um, have I told you about this movie? Revenge for Jolly? Vaguely. Yeah, it, it's uh, been shopping around the Cannes Film Festival and it got picked up by Atlas Independent Productions. But I want to see it because I just love the, uh, the pl- uh, I love the synopsis. It's uh, Revenge for Jolly, directed by Chad Harbold and written by Brian Petsos. Focuses on the moral ambiguity of revenge and follows star Petsos as he sets off to avenge the death of his dog with the help of his cousin, played by Oscar Isaac. Oh, look, Elijah Wood's in it. (laughs) Adam Brody, Ryan Phillippe, and Kristen Wiig. Huh. Oh, did you hear as well? There was something about, um, I think it's it's a remake of an Israeli film or something, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Robin Williams is going to play it. Oh, I didn't hear about this. So it's some guy who gets told he has like a day or something to live because he's got a brain tumor, and then he goes on a rampage around Brooklyn, righting all the wrongs in his life. And there's a doctor who's running after him to tell him that he was misdiagnosed. Oh right. And it sounds very much like Robin, right up Robin, Robin Williams's death to Smoochie slash um, world's greatest dad slash what was the other one he did recently that was a kind of angry kind of. 
Uh, he's done some. We saw. We watched something with him in it. Didn't we? Where he's kind of angry all the time. Wasn't it not Death to Smoochie? Could have been Death to Smoochie. <laughs> I thought there was another one. But uh, you know, he's, he's doing those roles yeah, more. I gotta see that movie again. <laughs> Fucking love that. You movie. like watching that? <laughs> it's very easy to watch. Come back and read the meter tomorrow. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep, asshole. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. <laughs> Oh, but that God. does sound like right up his out his yeah, career. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him running, around, like Robin Williams running around town being an ape shit. That's great. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, I'd like to move on to my uh, my special. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the uh, part of the program called Gavin's Toy of the Week or Toy. Month or. I wish I had a cone with some grease paper. <laughs> Well, that's not enough time, is it? <laughs> to write a new theme to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yes, my toy of the week. Tell Wallace you'll see him later. <laughs> you got the fucking... Did, you, did that come with that ringtone, or did you say to have the Scott Pilgrim ringtone? Uh, it's... No, it isn't that. Total accident. Nah. <laughs> Total accident. <laughs> my toy of the week is from the Ruby's Costume Company... A six foot nine life size fiberglass Superman display. Six nine. Six foot nine life size. Is Superman six nine? Well, hang on. How much is the plint? He's only six three. It's the plint. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. He's all plint, baby. This what, was that, what was that line in, in Fletch? You know. Oh, when Fletch is having the dream, where he's a basketball player. I can't remember. And Fletch gets the ball. Five one six four with the throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like uh, just for sheer audacity. Uh, this is very expensive. It is. Uh, three Seinfeld th- has one, right? It is. Uh, th- yeah, probably. <laughs> it is three thousand, three thousand US four hundred ninety nine bucks. How much? Three thousand four hundred ninety nine bucks and ninety nine cents. So it's three, three, three and a half grand. It's more expensive than Pulse Rifle. Three and a half thousand USD. But listen, listen to this. It is six foot nine. It is life size. It is made out of fiberglass. It is an awesome Superman statue. Is there any close ups on his face? Because yeah. this, this curl looks kind of weird. It's, I mean, like, uh, it's, we're, it's not, like, modeled after uh, Christopher Reeve or anything. This is, uh... Look at the eyes. They follow you around the room. I know, I know. It looks fucking freaky. <laughs> Look at those thighs. <laughs> you can feed Jupiter. Especially waking up in the middle of the night that's staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his hands on his hips in that... Someone's about to get fucked pose. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah. <laughs> that's it's pretty badass. She could be the bigger, I guess. But six foot nine, fuck. I know, I know, it's just ridiculous. I mean right now actually there's a lot of pretty cool Insane dishes. But yeah, but that's so this is what I point to when I buy the pulse drive and say, Well at least I didn't waste my money on that. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for that one on Forbidden Planet to come down to the sales. But if you'd like something a little cheaper <laughs> We got a Darth Vader. He looks kind of sad. We got a Darth Vader stressed head stress ball. It's one of those squeezy ones, right? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those squeezy ones. But that photo looks like it, it looks like his eyebrows are kind of like. Aww. He looks. He looks like a depressed. Uh, yeah, it looks like a depressed art. I love it. If you're feeling, they they got a picture of this guy squeezing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> if you're feeling a little irritated, pick up the Star Wars Darth Vader stress head stress ball made from rubbery foam and squeeze it until you feel better. Call 039543 or log on. Oh, shipping weight, 0.28 pounds. Mm, there you go. <laughs> These are from BigBadToys.com. Nice. And I'm going to move on to my T-shirt of the week. Um, 
This is some of these. Uh, these are all going to come from the same website pretty much all the time. Because, <laughs> because oh, what's that Red Hulk thing? Gentle Giant Red Hulk exclusive. What is that? Oh, yeah. it's a bust. Let's just let's just look at the internet and talk about it. A, a Dexter thumb drive. It's a thumb. They're now packaging uh, the V for Vendetta mask with V for Vendetta. Good synergy. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff. Is there anything? Can you get a Can you get a Loki hat anywhere? Uh, no, you can't get a Loki hat. I would love a Loki hat. Oh wow, you can get a space cube. Yeah. A space sphere. Let me show you these awesome cufflinks. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at the stormtrooper head tie bar. It's like you wear that, and it's like you're a douche. I don't wear that. Somebody does. No, but if you were to wear that, you'd be a douchebag. We should probably well, talk about your fucking t-shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is one that, you know, there's a lot of cool t-shirts, but there's some you're not going to wear. Tell me you don't want a Transformers pub table. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes with on a bar stool. I know. You're, you, can sit, you can sit on the Autobot logo or the Decepticon one. And you can have a tra- Transformers bar stool with a back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck... All right, just to, yeah. the internet's stupid, and I like this. This uh, we love fine tees. There's a lot of geeky tie tie-in T-shirts, and yeah. they're all fully licensed. And we're well, not today, but we, we have quite a few of these. Uh, this one I saw a while ago. Well, you've, and, you've got way more than I do. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I don't like shopping. Um, yeah. I hate people. <laughs> they walk so it's slowly. A, it's a shame because they fucking love you. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I love gatherings. It's so weird, but. Um, this is one that I don't think you'd wear this one, but it is. I do like the ideas behind it. So it's got a lot of stormtroopers on it, and they're all holding placards as in the protesting. Uh huh. So some of these says that uh, you know I'm the original. It's a trap, obviously. Uh, the armor, it do nothing. <laughs> and the my favorite one is like, uh, dude, she's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Second favorite is the, the guy holding the sign that just says, clone some chicks. <laughs> So I thought that's pretty cool. So that's something we'll find. I'll put a link up to that. Um, there, another another cool uh, t-shirt uh, website is actually uh, Redbubble. Yeah, that one I think is a bit dodgy though. I mean, as in they don't have those are user submitted. So someday, so someday, like ever so often, lawyers just go trolling through there and tell them to take it the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure what the legal thing is between homage and because I think Redbubble's where I got my um, Magneto was right t-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great for any argument. Especially my friends who argue about Android and Apple. Magneto was right. Apple is better. Job done. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, this is a movie review podcast, so we're going to review some movies. Okay. You're going to be... <laughs> David Hasselhoff pissed. <laughs> it's funny. You know, like David, yeah, David Hasselhoff apparently is like pissed off that Marvel replaced him as Nick Fury because he played Nick Fury years and years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of weird. I was talking to Mion uh, about this yesterday, and we were sort of talking about how... Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury it seemed like a good idea like my, my, my favorite mo- moment of uh, having Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury um, the end of Iron Man. is still the end of Iron Man mm. uh, I thought it was I thought it was great it, and uh, it never really hasn't really lived up to it really? I just like I mean, he took a rocket launcher to one of his own planes no I mean like he does you know the character does cool things Norse God I, just kind of, I just wanted a little bit more fucking Jules Winfield in my in, in my Nick Fury you know there wasn't enough you know what I mean you wanted him to shout at Loki oh, do I stop <laughs> I wanted him to be fucking Shaft meets Jules Winfield and I didn't get right. that you know you know who I would have loved to have seen as Nick Fury and he didn't look old enough 
Nick Fury needs to be a little bit older. Yeah, but the thing you know, you know with every you know, movie, you're gonna have with every movie is that they want to do a shitload of you know, them, so you they know, can't get someone that old. You know who should have been? You know who would have been an awesome Nick Fury? Who? Kurt Russell. He would have been yeah, an awesome, an awesome what? Nick Fury's no longer white, dude. That's the '80s. It's over, man. I'm not so That's sure. That's his dad. I'm right? not so sure about that. I heard some other podcasts. If he was about white that. once, he can be white again. Just. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. So. But yeah, I mean. No, I mean he was. He's not supposed to be showy. He's not the star in that movie. I mean that's the thing. Also, if Real Power wants a magazine or something, let me know. <laughs> did you uh, Did you see anything? No, I didn't manage to catch anything. Okay, so it's an all in all in special. There's some things I've been meaning to say for a while to you. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> some movies I haven't reviewed that I forgot about. And um, one is, have you seen Puss in Boots? Uh, no, I didn't. It's pretty fucking good. That's what I've heard. So um, I'd heard a lot of reviews saying that this movie is just the, the, you know the, I heard an interview with oh, I don't know about that ass and um, Salma Hayek and it was a radio interview and they were remotely done remotely recorded mm-hmm. and whatever recording studio Antonio Banderas was in mm-hmm. he started fucking around instantly he didn't realize they were on the air he's like well I want my dear <laughs> you mm-hmm. and she's like oh stop it and then the other guy's like I feel like I'm intruding <laughs> the interviewee and it's, it's like their voices alone on the radio are pretty funny and in this it's pretty funny. Um, there's this whole thing of cat society where there's this one cat who just follows everyone around going, which is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Is it really funny? It's really fucking funny. <laughs> the cat, it's like, you know, oh, you are a woman. And this cat just pans over this cat. And it happens like a shitload of times to the point where it gets like, okay, that's not funny anymore. And then it gets really funny. All right. Where it's this little cat in the corner. Mm. <laughs> And there's a lot of running gags like that. Zach Galifianakis Kalaf- Kalaf- is okay in it. Uh, there's a lot of different characters in it. But it's a really... I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have... An ogre in it. You know, it's, it doesn't have that <laughs> level of fucking overacting kind of bullshit. It, you know, I've forgotten Shrek 3 because it was so bad. Because yeah. I'm allergic to badness. Yeah. But this was enjoyable and it's something I, I meant to talk about for a while, but uh, I didn't. So you should definitely check that out on DVD when you cool. get a chance. Cool. It's, it's a fun night in no, I've been uh, I've been wanting to see it. I heard it was very good, actually. Yeah, the other one I want to mention was the girl with the dragon tattoo. Did you watch that? I saw the original. I saw the Swedish one. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see the uh, David Fincher. Yeah, I preferred the original. That's uh, that's what most people say. Mm. Did which um, which performance did you prefer? I think I go with Naomi Rapace because she's a different type mm-hmm. than who's the one the new one. Uh, the American version the American I know it's a similar sounding name yeah it's something weird right yeah but she's got like she's got a wiriness to her mm-hmm. whereas the American you know she's still she's still a good looking lady mm-hmm. I mean Naomi Rapace in the, in the original is more like she looks like a dude most of the time mm-hmm. like she looks like a little small wiry boy mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and that kind of adds to the character and everything else plus I suppose as well I don't know it didn't do that well so much really I'm going to get the rest of it and I got confused between which plot points were in which movie but uh, was it? Um, I one thing that I heard about this was that it was actually quite similar to the. Uh, oh, very. I mean, even the bridge, the scenes with you know the bridge to the house and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Some of the setup with regards to where everyone. I mean, it's based on a book, so they're going to be similar. But the bridge looks almost very, 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 very similar. Um, and they are shot parts of it in Stockholm, so you know, around Cunning's Gap and area, not quite well. But um, mm-hmm. you know, there is that about it. But then there's everyone's talking. Is Stockholm nice? Stockholm's quite nice. Do people speak English? Yes, very nice. Oh, right. And they're not all huge, tall, blondes. There's all sorts of people there. And right. it's cool. There's all sorts of normal-looking people there. Yes. 
a toad like you would fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's quite, it's quite, in the summer it's quite nice, in the winter you can throw snowballs. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> and um, if you're coming from Ireland in October and you think you can wear a jacket, you're fucked because it's fucking freezing at that point. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a finch joint, the light's all very dark. It does have, but the, even the TV show had that kind of thing of a darkness to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it just feels a lot more muddled. Again, I watched the first one on flights, so my, my memories of them could be a bit off. But the introduction of the overlap between uh, the girl drawing tattoo and the uh, Mickey Blomfist characters mm-hmm. is less in this movie. Like, they, they kind of like, she's, she investigates them at the beginning and then. There's fuck all overlap for quite a while. Whereas in the Swedish version, I think she's checking his emails and fucking around because she's yeah. interested. She's, he's piqued her interest. Yeah, yeah. They skip over a lot of that and they spend more time with him and Christopher Plummer and stuff like that. And you don't see her doing that. So it's like, why is this movie called The Girl? Even though the first time I watched it, it was like, why is this girl movie called The, the Girl, The Dragon Two, the original version? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's about the two of them. Yeah. And also, the original name, Men Who Hate Women, is more way more apt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what's his name's in it as well? Um, what's his name? Dr. Selvig from the Avengers oh uh, Stellan Sasko yeah the moment you see him you know where that character's going yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I think the ending of it as well with regards to the uh, antagonist character what happens to them is quite different from the original right in that in the original there's an act that dooms that antagonist you know what I mean whereas in this it's accidental and that kind of again takes some of the the action away from the actors I could be wrong again though I could be just memorising thinking of it differently but I thought it was done a certain way in the original one so overall it's like it's like some actors riffing on your favourite play in Hmm. a way it's like I don't really see the point yeah I kind of had that feeling about it as well it's one of the reasons why I didn't ultimately just wasn't interested enough to go check it out mm. I, I, you know, I, I knew that it would be a very well made film because yeah. it's, it's David, David Fincher, Fincher. Uh, but again I guess like when you have the remake so it's, it's for the same reason I still haven't seen Let Me In mm. same here you know it's because it's, I couldn't be arsed yeah you know I, I feel like I've I'm already, a lazy fuck I, and also I feel like I've already seen it yeah and, um, and, it, and, and it feels and it didn't and, and it, it doesn't feel like a very long time ago that since I saw it yeah it's still very fresh in my mind so it's like I just don't see the point and that's yeah that's why I didn't watch Go with the Dragon Tattoo yeah and we'll get to this in Dark Shadows with Chloe Moretz is beginning to wear on me is she? yeah <laughs> I'm not sure if she'll ever wear on me you filthy cur so it's the very young and the very old with you isn't it? well I haven't seen I've refused to watch any, everything, anything that she's done since um, Kick-Ass Really? I only watch her in Kick-Ass. Really? I want her to stay that age forever. Every night. Oh, God. <laughs> I have no desire to... Second wa- ticket, one way, going straight to hell. Go, express, express elevator to hell. Going down. That's, you're creepy. Although, you didn't steal the giant Kick-Ass 2 poster from Jalan Pudu, did you? No. No. There was one there up until... Three months ago, and I took a photo of it on Instagram, and then disappeared the following week. I already have my hit girl poster. No, but this is one that would like if we if I put it on that wall, it would go across the ceiling under a bunch of halfway across the what floor. What the fuck am I going to do with that? You know, I have other sleeping shit. Sleeping it. I have well, just shit. cut it. The Chloe Moretz. Well, the corner. It was the it was the kick ass with the kind of characters in the background. <laughs> this reminds me, like when you I was have Chloe Moretz and kick ass uh, elbow. When I was in when I was in college, I slept on the floor, right? <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't I didn't have a bed. I had a mattress. But nice. I was on the floor, uh, and I had this poster of Jillian uh, Anderson. In um, in this leather cat suit. Oh, the FHM one. Yeah. Every every pretty good showing our age. With you know with the blue lighting. Oh yes. There's a palm tree in the right hand corner. And um, I I I taped it on the wall, but I. You took I, it down occasionally. 
I, <laughs> I, I placed it in such a such a way on the wall that if you took like a side profile pic of when I'm asleep, it looks like she's like um, ki- yeah, kissing me good morning. <laughs> this was before camera phones, so what? Who saw that? No one. Did you have a mirror on the other side of the room so you could look at that and she's kissing you good morning? <laughs> no, I just sort of like I got I got. <laughs> But that kind of, like you talking about like stealing the poster, that kind of reminded me of that for some strange reason. <laughs> nice. I think all I think all the girls that I brought in there felt very uncomfortable, but Jillian looking at them because like you know bed here, wall here, she's right here, staring at you. <laughs> if they just look like that, <laughs> threesome. <laughs> yeah, this guy I was out with last night. It's really weird. Yeah, Jillian and Emerson, the poster beside his bed. <laughs> can't wait to see him again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice um, so we move on to our, my headline review for this week which is Tim Burton's Dark Shadows yes um, unlike some people I actually was looking forward to this because uh, I saw the trailer and I thought it looked like good quirky fun it looked like an Adam's Family kind of goofiness yeah and I just wasn't that just wasn't happening. you're over that shit I'm over it yeah it's like, oh, it's Johnny Depp doing what Johnny Depp does in a Tim Burton movie. And it's, it's Tim Burton with his fucking, you know... With his quirkiness. With his two-dimensional Bo Welch set. You know, it's like... Bo Welch? Yeah, the production is like... Um, set design's pretty good in this. No, set design's always good in, in, uh, in Tim Burton movies. It's just that... Okay, it's the same. Yeah. It all it, after a while it just looks the same. You know, people were saying, oh, I was expecting this to be more Sleepy Hollow than fucking Beetlejuice. You know, and it's like... Well, you know... The more movies he makes, the more Beetlejuice looks like somebody had him on a leash. Yeah, because that's I'm thinking about it now. Beetlejuice is pretty tight. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a drum. Yeah, it's very tight. You can bounce a coin off its ass. There you go. But um, <laughs> this is a meandering mess. So the story is that Johnny Depp plays Barnabas Collins, who's from Liverpool, don't you know, with the accent. Mm-hmm. Um, there in the Americas in the 1700s, and uh, there's a relationship with Eva Green's character, who's Angelique Bouchard. And um, she curses to be a vampire for no apparent reason, and his love kills herself. And then he's locked in a he's locked in a casket for two hundred years. And he wakes up in the seventies, and it literally is that. It, it 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 does show you. It takes longer than that to explain it, but it doesn't. It doesn't really do the explaining, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like it shows you him in that time, and it shows him building the house, and it shows his family and everything like that. But his relationship with Eva Green is just totally skipped over. So she curses him to eternal life, and. Uh, and she's still around in 1972 when he wakes up. How's that possible? Because she's a witch, baby. Uh, although the one thing I will say about the trailers is that uh, this is the first movie I've seen where Eva Green looks hot. Oh, Eva Green's look intensely hot in this movie, and she's fucking wasted it. Because <laughs> all those bits we saw in the trailer yep. that I thought was funny, yep. insert as much fucking filler as possible. That's it. P- put filler between them all, and that's the movie. Yeah, I was. I did hear that um, there was an interview with the writer, and the writer was um, hosting a screening of the film in Austin, I think. And um, he, the writer, sort of said to the audience, "Like, who? How many people here have seen the trailer?" And like, most of the audience put up their hands. Like, okay, this is not that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like. Uh, um, by the way, we got shafted by the studio. What they saying? He basically said that, like, uh, the, the way that the marketing team packaged it, it doesn't look like the the, the film that it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's not. And it, but even the thing is, the film it is is hard to market because it's a mess. Mm-hmm. So you have who is the central character? Barnabas Collins is the central character for a part of it, and then 
there's this love you know there was there was an, you know there's an easy way to do this in that there's a girl who looks like my Wisekowski I can't remember her name but she kind of wanders into it and she's a, a, a key plot point with Barnabas mm. and having her as your point of view character would be great she is the like the nanny going to live with the monsters if you're going to do the monsters movie or TV show you follow the nanny's point of view because that's the one people can relate to right mm-hmm. they're Ned Stark mm-hmm. <laughs> no one can no one can sympathize with Tyrion Lannister until you've been through Ned Stark right yeah so follow her character and you do follow <laughs> her character great way to put it <laughs> so you do follow Fucking her geek <laughs> <laughs> so you follow her character for a bit and it's like okay we're going to see this introduction of this wacky family through her and then she just wanders out of the fucking movie for half an hour and back in again and even what Barnabas does it himself it's just Johnny Depp being with weird long the biggest thing of being a vampire apparently is your fingers get super long and you have a tendency to combust in, in sunshine but you, don't, you can walk around outside. All those shots of him holding the umbrella and stuff like that, he does that, but it's not really explained. It's like, it's just like, oh, he's a weird cousin. And there's a whole setup of interesting things going on. Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah. Is, like, so Michelle, the, the, the family's fucked. How's, how's Johnny Lee Miller look? Wasted. Wasted? Yeah. Like jo- uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is the matriarch. Her yeah. daughter, Chloe Moretz, uh, is a little kid who's the son of Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller is Michelle Pfeiffer's brother. Mm-hmm. His wife died tragically. And so the kids fucked up, and so the psychiatrist played by guess who? Elena Bonham Carter. Yeah, <laughs> who's you know just hanging, around, just being hung over all the time. I don't know why she fucking lives in the house. It's, it's one of those setups where it's like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Have her visit every day, but she comes down hung over for breakfast every morning, and then Johnny Depp's at the end of the table eating his cornflakes. And all those things are set up, and Johnny Depp is uh, not Johnny Depp. Johnny Lee Miller is a bit of a, a bit of a cad, and that goes fucking nowhere. Uh, he's presented a choice: either be be a better man or leave. And he leaves. And there's no emotional payback from that at all. And there's the whole thing with um, Eva Green's character. It's a, it's a 30 second scene introducing what they did, you know, the, a scuffle in the cupboard back in the 1700s. And she's obsessed with him because of this. There's no building of any reason why she likes this dickhead. And him being like, no, it'll never work. And, you know, in the modern day, then, there's that scene they show in the trailer where they're fucking and flying all over the place. And that's like, after that, he's like, oh, no, I'm off again. Sorry. It's just lack of motivation for characters. The end of the movie has like huge fucking gaping plot holes. Jackie Earl Haley's in it. Yeah, I heard. The, I heard. He's kind of this weird rednecky kind of groundskeeper dude. He spends. They, 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 they try. It even looks like. They re- really, Jackie Earl Haley is a. He's like he opens the door. And he's wearing his check shirt. He's kind of all sideburns and comb over and like what? Oh, all right, not in. You know, and he he drives a weird beat up old car or Chevy mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think when he drops Barnabas off at the bar in town or something like that. Oh, and fucking what's his name turns up? Saruman. Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee turns up for a very short scene. I'm like, oh, now the whole fucking party's here. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, they, they seem to set up a running joke with Jackie Earl Haley. I'm getting that right. right? That's twice I've gotten it right. Yes, yeah. that's true. I'm going to try Philip Seymour. Nah, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Seymour. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> they set up a gag of him sitting in the car outside, waiting, you know, waiting to drive Barnabas back to the house, drinking and listening to the radio. And it happens once or twice, but it's not made anything up. It's not a joke. And the jokes are like, there's a joke, and then you got 15, 20 minutes with nothing. The weirdest thing about the whole movie is, at the very beginning of the film, uh, it's following this, uh, this what's her name, the, 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 the love interest character, uh, Bella Heathcote, I think is her name. Uh-huh. and you're following you know, the, the credits roll while she's hitching a ride with hippies up to the Collinswood which is the house and as the you know it's a 70s baby uh, as that's going on they're playing 70s music oh Alice Cooper turns up as well 
Oh, right. But it's, they don't even try to make him look younger. It's Alice Cooper in 1972, but he looks like Alice Cooper in 2012. It's like he traveled back, traveled back in time, killed himself, and replaced himself with a leatherer version. He probably looks like shit now. He does look like shit. <laughs> but at the very beginning, Knights in White Satin is playing. Uh-huh. And you know that bit where it goes, I love you? Mm-hmm. Trying to get the note. But anyway, when that happened, when that, when that lyric is heard, it just has the van, go, it just pops up on the screen. Johnny Depp. Like the, you know, it's it's perfectly synchronized that that I love you. Johnny Depp's name comes up on the, on the credits. It's like, well, now I I wonder what Tim's going for here. Yeah, <laughs> what he's been going for for the last twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> that ass. But uh, down on Jump Street. But yeah, it just seems like a, for someone who seemed to love this show so much and what I mean, it's, there's just squanderings everywhere and just what last minute werewolves thrown in for no fucking reason and all this other shit and Chloe Moretz is just annoying she's kind of like 70s kid and she's doing a lot of this kind of dancing which is like I want to punch you in the face so hard <laughs> I'm waving my hands like a douchebag <laughs> she really is it's like that kind of like hey it's the 70s and I'm interesting did you hear about that uh, that guy who uh, is facing jail time because he he punched a 10 year old kid in the face and, in a in a in a in, at a screening for Titanic 3D. <laughs> what? No, listen to this. While watching Titanic 3D at a Washington AMC theater, 21-year-old Young Hyun Kim was fed up with a group of noisy moviegoers behind him. Fucking Asians. So he, so he stepped over a seat and punched a 10-year-old boy in the face. A group of kids went into the lobby and called the police, which arrested the man. Kim says that he went to see the movie with his girlfriend, but could not enjoy it since the group behind him was talking, throwing popcorn at him and running up and down the aisle. He first asked. Did they give him a swirly as well? He first asked to get. He, he first asked them to quiet down, but they laughed at him. So Kim got up and punched the boy. I got so mad that it just happened. He explained, adding that he thought the boy was an adult. He's from Wisconsin. The boy lost a tooth and got a bloody nose in the confrontation. And One punch. Kim spent a night in jail and appeared in court. He was charged with second-degree assault. If convicted, he could be sentenced to three to nine months in jail. Fuck. This guy's my hero. You've seen the trailer for the campaign, right? Yeah. The, the Will yeah, Ferrell yeah, punches yeah. a baby. <laughs> and, you know, but imagine how good that feels. Oh, uh, don't. Don't even go there, you creepy fuck. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like, uh, obviously, you know, you pay the consequences, but just imagine, like, how liberating he must have felt. To wail on to, someone, his, his oppressors. You know, if you just, like, turn around... <laughs> Just like a man, if you, a monkey man, <laughs> with fists and anger. <laughs> if you could, if you could, okay, punch anyone. If you could punch an annoying, an annoying, uh, a really annoying ten-year-old, and nothing would ever, nothing would happen to you. No, you would not be penalized. <laughs> no one would, no one would look, no one would look down on you for it. Would you do it? <laughs> That's how annoying they were. Like. You know, I was well. They weren't ten, but the second time I saw the Avengers, a fucking annoying kid. That's a kid, man. Mess so mess with their minds instead. That'll scare them for life. No, it won't. There is no Santa Claus. <laughs> no, no, I still prefer to punch him. Uh, You're all about the now. I prefer my revenge long term. Are you a Leo? <laughs> no. What's your sign? Um. Oh, you fucking made me forget now. Oh, yeah, though, that was the Avengers one. Let's see the Avengers in 3D. Because um, the start of the Avengers is quite quick. There's no... And also the title card doesn't match the font they've used. But anyway, 
it, it starts right the movie just starts right there's no indication this is not another trailer it's yeah. literally you got a movie going yeah and there was people behind me did I mention this to you that were talking yeah and I leaned over to my girlfriend and I said give him two minutes so the Paramount logo went away and then the movie came up and they were not just like you know it wasn't just like <laughs> it was <laughs> I don't know where they were from I have to turn around I did turn around as Nick Fury walks on screen and says do you mind did you say that yeah no I didn't say that I was like I can't hear the, I can't hear the, do you mind I can't hear the film <laughs> something along those lines my girlfriend was pretty she's like are you gonna hit them because <laughs> they were talking like, like I mean it was like it was like being back in Qatar oh, right. the time I saw the X-Men and everyone was like and just fucking shouting at each other throughout the movie are Someone you, brought a baby to a midnight show. Are you sure you weren't in? Uh, they weren't from Qatar. They might have been. They might have been. I'm not going to cast aspersions. Like yeah, I'm not spreading, racist. Spreading sort of like the, the, you know, talking in cinema. The, the cultural. Uh, you mean sharing that. of? You, you didn't go to cinema when you were in Amsterdam. Not no in Amsterdam no. I heard in another podcast someone went. He's now living in Amsterdam for a period of time, and he said in the cinemas there people talk all the fucking time. Probably because they're stoned. Probably. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Dark Shadows not a great movie. So, you didn't see anything? I haven't. I haven't been able to catch anything. Yeah. I've been catching up on Fringe. Ah, I'm wearing on Fringe. I'm um, on about uh, episode <coughs> eighteen or nineteen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, uh, I, you know what I did? What I did get time to watch as well. What? Last in the, in the last week. Watched the commitments last Saturday. Oh shit! Do you have it? Yeah. Oh, you gotta pass it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make time for that. It sounds over really well, but like you know. The, we don't talk. We don't all talk about that in Ireland, but um, it is kind of. There was a couple of free frame, freeze frames when they're in the chippy van. I'm like, hang on a second. I'm looking at that and I'm going like, okay, so cobblestones. I think they're heading towards Liffey. That smokes like. Holy shit! I lived there. Oh really? <laughs> Where they go into the chip van? Like they drive off into the distance after they save you. Have you got any? Have you got any Aussies? Like, no, we only have soul. Yeah, we only we have, have soul. soul. <laughs> and they drive off. They're going down Smithfield where the horse market is. There's some shots of the horse market. I used to live there. Oh, right. That whole area, it's like someone wiped it off the map and put a nicer place in. Now, mm. considering, like, it was, what, the early 90s it was done, so before yeah. the, the upswing. Up it was 91. But I'm like, there's a chimney there that's just kind of a derelict chimney. Mm-hmm. There's actually a building around that now. There's Bushmills um, Brewery, which I didn't go into that often, considering. Um, and I used to live directly there. Whoa, Awesome. But just seeing Dublin like that and it's just it's all you wouldn't see a film about Dublin now like that you will in five years time where everyone's back having you know huddling around um, bins on fire for warmth <laughs> and horses in the streets and Joey fucking rabbit but um it's still a great movie Joey Fagan Joey the lips Fagan and I'm Jimmy the bollocks rabbit yeah <laughs> listen here brother rabbit <laughs> his, his mother still freaks me out you know she's that one with the Oh my Joey, down the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a good movie though. And uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, the guy who was in Once looks like it. He looks terrible in this movie. He's not good at all. No. Um, everyone in that is like, where are they now? None of them went anywhere. None of them. No, actually, that's not true. Well, Andrew Strong or Rob Strong. Andrew Strong. Andrew Strong. Rob Strong was his dad or something. Yeah. Right? The, uh, the the the. He did have a, a, a musical career. A little bit. Yeah. Not n- not anymore though. No. <laughs> and, uh, but Jimmy Rabbit himself as he just went to Hollywood hung out at a few parties and then disappeared off the face of the planet yeah. speaking of which you heard Nick Stahl disappeared off the face of the planet for a little while yeah yeah but and then he turned up again he turned up again 
He doesn't get on with his wife, does he? No. <laughs> Apparently, this is normal. Oh, really? It's like uh, he's checking into rehab. Now. Yeah, checking into rehab. Wow. Apparently, like he had, a, he had a friend come up, like saying, "Like I'm not worried. He'll turn up. He does. He's done this before." <laughs> While people were looking for him, one that's of- a that's a that's a bad sign. <laughs> if one of your friends disappears for months on end, turns up covered in dust, it's like I don't know. That's a bad sign. Yeah, next stop. There you go. There you go. So, thanks for listening to us. We will finish off as we are wont to do with um, not that. Uh, we uh, usually wrap things up with the uh, box office results around uh, Malaysia and in um, the US. Yes, we do. As soon as we get this shit like online. Dubai. There you go. In Malaysia, number 10. Din Tao, leader of the parade. Number 9, Battleship. See, it's still, I'm. Probably should go see that. Number eight, Mantera. Have no. you seen anything about this? No. This is like Malaysian Iron Man. It's like some dude builds a giant robot, oh, it no. malfunctions, and then like it gets shipped off as scrap, and some kid in Malaysia gets it, and he has a motorbike that turns into a, a Macross-style suit. Holy shit. Yeah, I, so I didn't see the trailer, but it's all, I have a bookmark somewhere there. But it's um, local. So it's a Malaysian superhero movie. Oh, right. Number oh. seven, you believe in ghosts? Number six. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Ghost Buddies. Oh, I can't wait for the inevitable team up. You believe in Ghost Buddies? Number five, Safe. Safe, safe. safe. Safe in safe. Number four, What to Expect and You're Expecting. I'd rather claw my eyes out with a claw hammer than watch that. Number three, Nong Klong. Nong Klong. Number two, Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Number, Number one, one, The Marvel Avengers. Avengers. It just shows how people have gotten shit out of the way of the Avengers. Yeah. In that, you know, Dark Shadows, while it's shit, is there. Yeah. Um, in the US box office uh, top 10 at number 10 The Pirates Band of Misfits number 9 The Lucky One number What's 8 lucky one? Uh, Zac Efron Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks adaptation Oh. Yeah. number 8 Think Like a Man number 7 The Hunger Games number 6 The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel I've heard that's heartwarming it's got that patel in it mm-hmm. what to expect when you're expecting number that's 4 before. Dark Shadows number 3 The Dictator did you see the, the trailer for that there's a bit more plot uh, I don't know he gets I, his beard shaven and he has to go like, yeah yeah Number two, Battleship. And number one, The Avengers. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll try and do another one of these again soon, so stay tuned. See ya. Bye.